Welcome to the Innovation Room. My name is Mike Eklund, and today I talk to Nitha Nagubadi. She is a young entrepreneur in Chicago, graduate of University of Chicago, and she's put together a new platform called Ethnic.Events. This is an innovative concept where she is finding sponsors to, to create unique cultural events or tapping into areas in, in the city and, and surrounding areas that are already having cultural events, surfacing them through the platform and, and introducing them to new audiences. This is a really great way to create diversity and to break down some boundaries between cultures. Really enjoyed this conversation. Here is Nitha. So, uh, Nitha, welcome to the Innovation Room. Thanks, Mike. So happy to be here and happy to talk again. Likewise, it's great to see you. I we, we used to work together at Redbox, like was about 10 years ago in 2012, somewhere around there. Yes, I can't believe it's definitely been a while, but you know, I think through the online connections, it didn't feel like that much, but looking back, it was around 2011, 2012. Yeah. Yeah. And from the looks of it, it, it looks like we've both been pretty busy since then uh, in, in yes. doing various uh, adventures and so forth. Um, Definitely. But today, All centered around digital and innovation, I think, stayed in those spaces, both of us, right? Yeah. Exactly right. Yeah. So today we're going to talk, you know, we'll talk about innovation and talk about one of your ventures called Ethnic.Events. Yes. And uh, so I'd like to start with that. And just if you could explain what that is. And you're the founder. Yes. Do you have co-founders? Yes. Yeah, I'm the founder. I don't have any co-founders uh, yet. This actually, um, I think it kind of started at the time. First of all, Ethnic Events is a platform. Currently, it's on the web. And uh, we're releasing the mobile in June, later in June. Uh, but it's a place for people to find um, events um, by culture. So you can search for things like how we can search for food now. Mm-hmm. You can search for um, ethnic cult- ethnicity and then find the events and experiences. And you don't need to necessarily know somebody in that community you can just search so we want to make that more readily accessible so that's the just and i think that the it started kind of at that time that we we met you know oh, okay. a little bit of the concepts yeah mm-hmm. that time too. yeah so what um, what was the impetus behind this um yeah behind the i so, mean it's so cool that that i love the concept you know where i i, w- I went to uh, ethnic that events i was browsing through some of the events that you have Immediately, I I got it like, okay, I can see I can see there's a whole thing on meditation as an event. Mm -hmm. There's a there's a thing Mm -hmm. on food. Um, what, What was the impetus? You know, what? How did you come up with this idea? Yeah, so I think there's um, it's like personal journey too. um. You know, having grown up in uh, America with the uh, Indian uh, parents, you know, I've always been immersed in different cultures. So I think it started there, my own interest. And then I saw how people were interested in joining in on activities, but they don't necessarily know what's happening, like, mm-hmm. for example, Indian events. So I thought, why? I, uh, it seems that people are interested. So how can we connect the dots and make it easier? And that happens in all different communities and cultures, too. When we met, or when we were working together at Redbox, I actually was doing my my research in this area too on uh, my dissertation on culture and creativity. So then nice. I saw, yeah, and I saw, okay, there's even, even something more than entertainment. There's some inherent benefit in that too. And that's what kind of sparked that interest. And then we know digital spaces are a way that 
people find communities and find things to do too. So I thought, okay, how can I take that and make it into something that people can interact with and take action on? So that's where this this came from and the and the idea. And then, you know, we're um, I guess it's a combination of psychology and technology. You can you can say okay, but, yeah. And how and how so? In psych- you said psychology. Yeah. So, psychology. so how so? Yeah, so I like to think of it as a cultural gym. So okay. if you are, if you're, you know, you can feel that when you travel or go somewhere, mm-hmm. you have a shift in your perspective. You feel kind of refreshed too. That oh, I just traveled somewhere. You feel a little lighter. So something mm-hmm. happens, and that's that. That's that create creative energy and the creative spirit that happens also too, and that's the cognitive shift that's happening when people experience other cultures. Mm-hmm. So how can we do that when we can't travel? We can travel in our city, like in Chicago. There are seventy-seven different neighborhoods, probably even more uh, cultures too. Mm-hmm. And just going to different neighborhoods, we can experience that. So I I, I love that part of Chicago, and I mm-hmm. have missed that during the pandemic. Just going to the different neighborhoods and. I may not know anybody in that neighborhood, but I just feel like, oh, I just visited someplace different. So I live in the east side, and if I go to Pilsen or Chinatown mm-hmm. or Dubai or Little India, I just, I just uh, feel that difference. So that's just the psychology aspect. And going back to that, you know, develop, it's a developmental thing that goes on inherently. Mm-hmm. Just like when we go to the gym physically, we're changing um once we go to the gym and have that experience so psychologically it's uh, changing too and i'm you know behind the scenes i am seeing how people interact uh with those experiences so whether they're groups of people teams or um or even um even those that are sharing their culture what what changes need to happen you know in the way they're presenting it to make it more accessible so mm-hmm. I'm looking at the psychology of how that interaction occurs. So that's where the business psychology uh, comes into play too. That's fantastic. That kind of makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how does it work? So are you um, finding people to put these events on? Like how, how is it all mm-hmm. coming together with yeah. that marketplace? Yeah. So it, yeah, it is a marketplace. So two-sided marketplace and, um, similar to like so many of the other startups, right? Like Uber, where it requires the two sides to participate in this. So it actually starts with, um, uh, it's an interesting question because the chicken and the egg, right? Which one comes first? Yeah. Uh, we, we are reaching out actively to organizations, cultural institutions, and whatever they have going on, we're encouraging them to put them on the site and we make mm-hmm. it easier for them to do that. Um, that's, that's one step. And I'm also, um, actively involved with many cultural organizations too. So those that I already work with, we just, um, help them to onboard those. And then the other side is, um, cultivating that interest in, uh, Leon Record, cultivating that interest is something that, um, is there. We're tapping into people's interest in the food, right? So Mm -hmm. foodie type of events too. So sometimes we're featuring those type of events or even, creating those and then working also another area is to work also with companies and teams that want something a little more interesting for team building or even DEI, you know, going mm-hmm. beyond that. So tapping into all of these areas. And then once they're on the site, then you, as you saw, you can search by the keyword, you know, either you can search by the culture. So we have a section that is the culture or culture region or uh, things like you can search for Haitian, Indian, Chinese, whatever. And if it is in the keyword or people have tagged their events mm-hmm. as that, then it will show up and you can find it. So you don't, and all the events, um, 
you know, whenever an organizer puts anything on the site, then they have to be open and accessible to everybody. So I think mm -hmm. that's where also the psychology comes into play too, is even though we have 77 neighborhoods here, I think that not all of us know which ones are welcome welcoming us really or where yeah. do we feel comfortable and so this is this is helping to bridge that gap because every organizer or cultural institution or i've talked to they are they want to see a diverse audience they don't want to see only people from that cultural origin there and mm -hmm. they struggle to make that connection uh, to people that are outside of their network but it's usually word of mouth so hopefully technology will help connect those two dots and then there's the other part which is the we're also doing a blog and then we'll we'll be updating this section where you know we feature these banners and we're testing that out to see how the interaction is because we want to see what do people need to know more about and what what do we want to share with people so that they mm -hmm. feel more comfortable and and really that's 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 tapping into the cultural explorer so right. I'll let you know about that in a little bit there's some personas we identified yeah I think that's fantastic. I mean, you know, um, as as you're talking about it, I can really feel the difference of, you know, how this could really help an individual open their mind and feel comfortable or safe in exploring something completely different. You know, which uh, the human human nature mm -hmm. is yeah. that we want to stay in our lane. We, you know, that that we're very affiliated with people we're affiliated with. And it's tough to go outside the, you know, the norm that we're used to. Um, mm -hmm. And but yeah. having a forum where you can say, you know what, here's something that's organized that here th that we mm -hmm. have something that you can understand yeah. what it is. And it's open and you have um, somewhat of a lead situation where there's an organizer that can bring you in, helps people yeah. make that leap to I'm going to try something different. I think that's fantastic. Mm -hmm. You know, um, so what. uh what are some of the, so how long have you been, how long has ethnic events been up and running? So we, um, we had our first event actually during the pandemic. <laughs> it was oh, not really? the ideal time to launch. Yeah, actually last summer we were hoping to really go uh, fully into it and really, I was really looking forward to going to these events myself. But then as we know, what happened last year, everything came to a halt. And then, um, then I started to observe how things were happening. And then finally we started to, we took an event and we made one, a foodie event in, in November, a Diwali event for a leadership group that wanted something um, for their organization. And we did mm -hmm. a foodie, foodie based event. And that was in November. And also they had an insight into what is that, custom what's a celebration about and interaction with the chef and they had their gourmet box mm -hmm. and then time to talk and interact about that so they're the cultural immersion in the indian culture some of them went to the restaurant some of them were virtually but we had it mm -hmm. like a hybrid event so i would say november is when we did it with one version of the site and then this recent one that you're seeing now is in march and okay now we're seeing a lot more engagement uh right. from the organizations and stuff too yeah yeah I'd, so I just talked to uh, a president of a company called Trade Show Logic. They, they were she was on the podcast uh, the last episode, yeah. and their their company is responsible for or you know what they do is help organize association based trade shows. Uh, and these and they go back twenty years. And these are like your typical trade shows where you're 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 going yeah. through it. There's exhibitors and booths and so on. And what yeah. she was talking about was the same thing you just said about the pandemic 
and that there was this was just like a a moment in time where their business model had to shift instantly. Yes. And yeah. what they did was they they kind of reinvented themselves in a way to do more of an online ex- experience mm-hmm. of a trade show. Are you I saw something a little yeah. bit about online. Do you, have you explored that at all? Yeah, we have um we have virtual events listed on the site too and then we're looking into a way to um make that more integrated in the site, but um most of the events they'll list the online location and the physical location now. So the hybrid okay. is there too. Um, not all the events like we are actively involved with planning and the logistics of them too. So we want it to be a um, independent platform, like where people are finding each other in that marketplace. Yeah. But then the ones that we are doing, uh, definitely we're doing both. The corporate events, we still see that a lot of them want only online. So actually right. we're organizing one, um, some neighborhood tour that will be virtual and we're, we're preparing some of those things in advance um, with that cultural institution and then doing um, pictures beforehand and some videos and then incorporating that into the event itself. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. a good way we were talking about on the, on this other podcast was, or the other mm-hmm. episode was it's a good way to um, get people introduced to your event and, or this particular group yes. or this, uh, yeah. whatever it is. And, mm-hmm. and then over time you're drawing attention to, you know, we're doing this virtual, but then it's leading up to a, an ultimate physical event that happens sometime in the future. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad you mentioned that too, because that's exactly it. And you said the familiarity. So once a person hears about something through an organization or a group that they trust and they think, okay, I can go and maybe visit that area or learn more about it, a little bit of that familiarity first. And that's what we're hoping to. So even another one that we're involved with is the Ayurveda event. And those mm-hmm. are doctors um, that are in India. Um, and we also have uh, somebody in Germany also organizing that too. So that we're also leveraging the benefits of this virtual environment to then introduce concepts to people. And then uh, that would probably be an in-person retreat later on for that right. group. Yeah, that's so, that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah that makes Make a lot of sense, and you can leverage, you know, the current conditions in order to, uh, you know, help your future. Definitely. Endeavors. Yeah. 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 So let me ask about the platform itself. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it look. Talk about a little bit about. Um, do you have a staff that that built the platform, or you know, the technology yeah. side of it? Um, how are you leveraging mm-hmm. the different tools that are out there in order to to create the the interactive marketplace. So um, we have um, we have a, we have a develop we have developers that developed this. I didn't definitely did not develop this myself. Too, I'm more okay. of the um, created the vision and the uh, requirements for this too. And then we, well, I mean, I think what we have now is basic the first version of it. I would sure. definitely want to move it into something uh, more robust. And it's, I mean, it's hosted on the Amazon Web Services, but. Um, mm-hmm. I don't really know enough about the back end to share enough details about that, but we are the same uh, interaction that we see on the web page will be also uh, responsive in the mobile version right. too, and then the mobile app, uh, which will be available for both um, Android and iOS at the same mm-hmm. time in, in nice. June. And that one, I can tell that that will be very useful in the summer because we're actually going to be uh, focusing on the there's an event coming up um, in the summer journey, Chicago. I don't know if you heard of the Chicago cultural Alliance, a consortium of 40 museums. 
in Chicago. No. Like basically all the museums that you've heard of um, are part mm-hmm. of an alliance and association, and then all the major part major museums are part of the part are partners of the Chicago Cultural Alliance. I'm also uh, involved in, on the board of the CCA too, oh, nice. because of my interest in culture. Um, but in that, you'll be able to pinpoint and we'll have location uh, tagged of things that are happening. So as you're going around in the city, then you'll be able to zoom in and see, oh, something's happening in, in right, this area right. or, or something's tagged here. So that's it. We're, that's the part that we want people to be able to leverage the technology and explore. And so yeah. um, and because not every organizer. So a organizer first has to either we know them and we introduce them and they are um you know we input their information or they create their account and then we know a little bit more about them or an organizer has to apply so it's not an automated process for that so that's that's the one one step so there's some forms for that too um but is that yeah and then so that's why we can give the confidence that these are vetted um, right. organization so not just anything another thing i wanted to share is this um other part is called american explorer that's what mm-hmm. we'll be rolling out soon which is uh, a series of events you know different things and more to create a sense of community so that once you're going to these events too you may want to go to repeated type of events and make friends also in the city that are also interested in culture too mm-hmm. um and those will be like wine tastings or art gallery visits and different institutions. So we're um, going to be starting that too. And that will be something that people that subscribe to that program will mm-hmm. be able to do that. So nice. And that will hopefully I have, I myself have really um, enjoyed those type of programs and other type of organizations where I meet expats, you know, in the mm-hmm. Chicago area and, and meet friends, you know, like-minded common, you know, across other things like maybe sports related or could also be food related. So we're hoping that's like a community like place to meet people also too, beyond the digital and seeing an event that you go to that you will then be part of this journey too. Sure. Sure. So I'm curious on the events um, Mm -hmm. because, you know, I've been to India a couple of times for business and I found yeah. it, I found it fascinating, right? And mm-hmm. I had no idea what I was in for. Um, you know, grow, I grew up in Chicago. I've been yeah. here my whole life. Um, haven't done a lot of international travel at, well, I have now, but back when I first started uh, my mm-hmm. first trip to India, I didn't have a much, I didn't have much international travel. And that was a cultural, you know, shift. Like it just opened my mm-hmm. mind, you know, it was amazing. Yes. And, yeah. um, and I think everyone should have that experience. And mm-hmm. so when, with these events, you know, how, how do you help people like me or, you know, like mm-hmm. the, the yeah. native, the native Before, Chicagoan yes. experience the Indian culture, you know, how do you, how do you yeah. get that together? That's a good question. So those are things that we are exploring how best to do that. That case that you mentioned is exactly one that we're really interested in is that, um, giving people that confidence and intro, um, that exposure prior to their travel is really mm-hmm. good. Uh, I think, and even after you come back, you probably are craving some of those experiences too. Yeah. So I think one is re- if people are um, are searching, uh, they can just find the things that are going on. But also, um, if we we're, we're also um, going to be asking more questions, you know, a friend uh, also to to know more about what are some of the preferences and what are the interests, so that we can reach mm-hmm. back out to. And another one that we're also considering is 
this explorer, you know, American explorer. Mm -hmm. So other than being part of this community, is there something specific goals that even just the individual wants also too? So we're talking to corporations and teams that may be also dealing with this, like helping right. um, train pre-departure training. So that's also where the psychology comes in play too, is the cultural psychology. And I also used to do that type of training. So using the experience to um, create that. So depending on the person. So if you yeah. were telling me that you're a foodie or you like uh, more of like arts or just different types of like urban explorer type of person, what is your interest? Then we'll suggest things for you, you know, mm -hmm. for that. Right. And then if you are, you know, doing it more of uh, more seriously, like as a as a plan or a program, you know, and a team, then we can uh, we can do even a group event. And that's exactly the kind of thing. Um, that's exactly where the psychology comes to play, because then you probably would would feel uh, different once you land there. And hopefully that um, cultural shock will be a little bit lessened and you'll be more understanding like the communication cues and all right. of those things. So, right. Yeah, that and makes that, sense. that's a huge jump too. And and um, we also explored um, how best to do this because the consumers are all different. Like each person is different. So what is the other culture for you is different than what is other culture for me. So we don't want to assume things. So we're also there's a, something called the level of cultural difficulty and cultural difference. So from USA to India is a big difference. And there's an anthropologist called Hofstede. I don't mm -hmm. know if you've heard of him. Maybe no, 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 no. But I'm he familiar has a with really the good map. Yeah. yeah, so good map of the cultural differences too, and that's the kind of that's why we're also um, putting it into regions too, so that people can search and find things too. But I mean, those are the kind of things that we have to introduce into the blog content too, or something guided content too, and things that we have to uh, refine and and do. You know, there are more people like yeah. you individually too. Mm -hmm. Well, also, I think what you might be able to leverage is, you know, influencers, people who have already experienced a lot of uh, international mm -hmm. travel and different cultures yes. that yeah. are really, you know, there's so many people that are travel bloggers that are just so hyped up about the these yeah. sorts of things that what they can help become the uh, the influencer for that, for their peer group. Who might not be ready to make idea. their own, yeah, you know, mm -hmm. dive into, but they have now a host who is, oh right, like them. That's a, that's, mm -hmm. Yeah, and that they would, uh, they would maybe share some of their journey, and then people could join in on that, or at least watch and learn yes. from them too. Absolutely, that's great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a wonderful idea to also work with influencers too, because we are um, the American Explorer is. Um, one of our, one person in our team that will be mm -hmm. um, sharing his journey in Chicagoland too, you know, and then, and even uh, sharing pictures. So from a perspective of an all American person who didn't have that exposure prior, but has that interest too. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Well, the first time yeah. I went, the, the first time I was in India, we had a guide. So um, oh, good. Okay. I was with HSBC at the time. And so we had someone from our, our vendor who we we're working with, was assigned mm -hmm. to myself and my partner who I went with. And, uh, and I think I would have been completely overwhelmed and lost without the guide. Uh, uh this person oh. was awesome. Uh, a native from India, but lives in the States traveled mm -hmm. with us work, you know, helped us navigate the airports, helped us, you know, especially navigate oh. the streets of India, which, you know, 
It's yeah. as you know yes. uh, what that's like. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. Everything. And even, mm -hmm. you know, to translate, of course, and the places we need to, mm -hmm. but yeah. um, I just felt that was like, you know, but that was a big travel thing. But even with these events, it's, mm -hmm. it seems like if you can have someone as an interpreter or a host that it would, mm -hmm. it would really Definitely. help. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And that's a good point. Um, that's why these are the um, the curated events, like yeah. for a group that we know where all of them are from or their perspective. And then we're we're doing that specifically. And that's the one that we're doing for Greek Town too. Okay. Um, for for a, a corporation and a team, they wanted to do a neighborhood tour and have some cultural experience too. So we know what their cultural lenses that they're looking at. Yeah. Through. So we're it there so they don't have any prior exposure to that they may have heard about greek town but they will sure. get a deep dive into that and the history and things and that's changing too right his the greek town is changing here is it i haven't been to greek town in yeah, years there's so many places unfortunately that have closed you know in oh. the past 10 years you know too mm -hmm. yeah and so but there's still some institutions there uh, mm -hmm. like the candle uh, store too. And that, that's interesting. I'm, I'll be learning about that. What is what mm -hmm. is the significance of the candle store? It's been there for almost, yeah, over a hundred years. There. No kidding. Never heard in of it. Say that. Yeah. I, I would love I've to do that. Seen it. See, I've always seen it, but never been inside there too, because I, I probably also subconsciously think, oh, I need, I need somebody to take me in there and, and show me the way, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's fantastic. I'd love to take the Greek town tour or whatever yeah that'd be okay yeah i'd well, love to do that I'll let you know about that one yeah 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 Great. um so what are um what's let's what are some of your favorite events that you've had i know you've mm -hmm. just really got started about a year ago but talk about one in particular that really stood out for you yes i really like also the yoga we did online yoga too okay. yoga events we had a yoga we have very um with the yoga, we had a good network and the Yogacharya from India, actually from Indian consulate did a couple of the classes and they mm -hmm. did what we call authentic yoga. So India, uh, or yoga comes from India, but mm -hmm. um, it's taken different forms here too. It's a little bit different than it is in India. And they focused a lot about the breathing. Um, and we did, uh, I've been, I think we did three events earlier this year uh, that was focused on the same approach. So they had like three different types of breathing they shared. So it was really important for the um, prevention. You know, people are talking about uh, lung capacity, right? And COVID times too. So helping to, helping people to have some tools and skills that they didn't get. They may have gone to yoga classes here, but this was a really something mm -hmm. different that they learn too. And then after that event, and also um, the poses that are there in the common yoga protocol, that's what it's called too. Mm -hmm. So we had people from all over, you know, join that, that event too. They were not all in Chicago. And then after that event, there was a group, um, a fraternity from Valparaiso, Indiana, that wanted a, from the university there that wanted to do a yoga um, nice. event as a fundraiser and for their fraternity so then mm -hmm. we we created a separate event after that just for them you know too and they, that was a successful one and they um so there were athletes everybody you know seeing yeah. the benefits of it from all different aspects and students for peace of mind so, so that how did was it a work? good one how did it work was it a video was it like a, yeah, a live it was video, video? Yeah, good question. It was a live video. And actually, one that particular event, we had three different yoga teachers in that okay. one. 
too. So we had um, each one doing a focus on a different aspect of that too. And it was all on Zoom. Actually, it was on okay. Zoom and everybody registered. They pre-registered. So they had the link when they re- registered and then joined in there. Nice. Yes. And we didn't, that was not a hybrid event. That was something uh, only virtual. And then another another one, if I can share one more, sure. is this one, the soap the soap making event, um, ah. creative soap making, which I never did before, but I um, I wandered around to see what's open and available. And I, I made a journey over to Pilsen and I found this place called Workshop Apothecary. Um, I don't know if you've heard of that, but they have uh, soaps and uh, they make, they have a lot of um, self-care wellness type of ingredients from all over the world because mm-hmm. the lady who owns it and started it used to be a massage therapist. And she's also from Mexico and her husband is from Italy. So they have ingredients from all over the world. And and one of the things they did normally is uh, soap making, you know, workshops. And so yeah. people pick their ingredients. I think there's a vegan version and different versions. She asked me what what cultures and I said, what whatever you suggest, you know, and they, they did French and um, French and Italian. So the lavender, French lavender and Italian. Um, Italian rose were, were the ones that we had and the ingredients each person that participated in this got the box ahead of time with the mm-hmm. all they needed and then we she did this from her workshop in uh, Chicago she shared the video and uh, we saw everything um, from there and then instructions step by step and then each of us would show like how we're doing you know and, mm-hmm. and show it over our video um to see if we're on the right track <laughs> with our soap and we each oh. it was a, it was so fun that's what people said they really loved it it was a fun experience and we that one we did twice one for my alma mater you university of chicago we did it for the alumni event and people from mm-hmm. like california new york chicago joined in and we had good conversation too and then the other one was um people just everybody in general and they also same thing just good conversation fun learning and it was also really a f- awesome fragrant soap at the end That's too cool. that you have something tangible yeah a crafty type of experience right 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 and that was virtual she gave us a tour yeah and she gave us a tour okay. it was virtual she even gave us a tour because we couldn't go into the store i think mm-hmm. one or two would have been allowed to but people chose not to um but she gave a virtual tour so we did feel like we were there and i know several people afterwards went and bought products from there too and yeah. so this is the thing that the the other side of the marketplace right that's the key part is that the awareness and right uh is there of these organizations and and vendors that otherwise people did not know sure. about but these are these are hidden gems in the city that's what we want to yeah, unearth yeah. and i know they're all over the country too all these hidden gems because we just i don't i just feel it wherever i am and i just touch the surface i don't know about mm-hmm. so many places you know yeah yeah and so okay that brings up a good point you so most of these events and uh, things that are happening are chicago or illinois based but you're mm-hmm. you're looking at expanding is so what's the future of uh ethnic dot events like what do you see in two five years yeah. from now well, I hope um, it's the cultural hub, you know, so that everybody is finding things when they're looking for things to do, that they search and find things on on, on ethnic events, or they're walking around with the mobile app and finding things when they're mm-hmm. in a new city too. I hope it's in every I hope it's in every major city, you know, at least, yeah. and everybody's using it to find cultural experiences. And I really feel that uh, I hope it's m- very much part of people's like 
you know, it's just empowering people. Another tool that, you know, like Google Maps, like, oh, yeah. let me just check what's happening. And these are things I can just go into. And then right. you know, hopefully that other ripple effect will be there too. And, uh, you know, more community, you know, community building too. The other thing I wanted to share, I'm glad that you asked that question too, because it's interesting that two things happened this year. One is the, the pandemic and then also all this conversation around diversity mm -hmm. and the social unrest. So I think both of those things are crying out for community mm -hmm. and even, even our relearning of how to connect with each other. Yep. And, and, and I hope this will be a fun way and an easy way to have people do that. So I really want people to feel it's like, you know, their own and it's your own journey, whatever you want to experience and do. Right. That's available. Yeah. Well, Neetha, kudos to you for, for coming up with this. Uh, this is a very innovative approach to handling these sorts of things, like being able to introduce cultures and diversity for organizations. It's uh, such a, a novel way for, for everyone to really get, you know, get to know each other and these things much better. And uh, thank you. congratulations thank you. And, and best of luck with everything. Thank you. Thanks, Mike. And, yeah, and I'm looking forward to connecting with you more, too, because I know you're a product expert. So, oh. I mean, and, I'll, and you're focused on innovation, too. Um, it's very much related, you know, to what we're doing too, in terms of, sure, um, sure. Be happy know, to talk about that. To think out the box. Yeah. Thanks so much. It was nice talking to you. All right.